We are back with week two NFL injury update. We're going to take you through this week's injuries with in-depth analysis and explanation. Up first, of course, is going to be Carson Wentz has a full clearance back to contact and will likely start this week against the Colts. One thing to know is, as we've talked about on multiple podcasts, in multiple blog posts, Carson Wentz is definitely physically ready, and I'm sure he's definitely mentally ready. The issue with his return is re-tear rate. So anytime you look at a return to play for an ACL tear, you've got to look at the re-tear rate. And we know that waiting up to a year can reduce the re-tear rate significantly. Every month after that reduces the re-tear rate. This is clearly shown in the research, in the literature. Not saying that Carson Wentz shouldn't play. Not saying that I don't. I know his case better than his surgeon. There's always going to be some risk, but you can reduce that risk by allowing this multi-ligament injury to heal as long as possible. Next up is going to be Marcus Mariota. So as you know, I posted a little something on Marcus Mariota that you guys liked. Basically an explanation of what exactly his injury was and how that was impacting his ability to grip the ball. As you saw, he did not start this week and I think he will be day to day, but is likely to start next week due to this ulnar nerve injury. The ulnar nerve is located along the medial aspect of the elbow, specifically responsible for the strength and feeling within the fourth and fifth digit, so that's your pinky and your ring finger. If you go out and try to throw a football and your fourth and fifth finger are numb or are weak, you're going to have a problem throwing the ball. So Marcus Mariota's issue is not with his ability to run, it's not with his ability to hand the ball off, it's a it's with his ability to throw the ball accurately down the field. With nerve injuries, you can have a direct impact to that nerve. That's certainly what happened in this case. You're going to have significant swelling and inflammation, which is then going to cause the nerve to have symptoms. In his case, he likely can't grip the ball well because he doesn't have good feeling in the fourth and fifth digit, as well as does not have good strength. It is possible to have issues with numbness and tingling without strength issues, or vice versa, issues with strength and no issues with numbness and tingling. Mm -hmm. Typically, you can use a strong anti-inflammatory to get the nerve to calm down. However, there's really no brace, there's really no arm sleeve that can really help the nerve to calm down. You've just got to give it as much time as possible. I think the fact that he is approximately a week out from the injury and was potentially going to play this past Sunday we should see him back in some form for next week's game. Next up on the injury report is Joe Mixon. As you guys seen previously reported, he basically had a loose body within his knee. Loose body just means some type of structure, particle, whether that be bone, whether that be cartilage, was floating around in his knee and must have broken loose at some point during the game or was previously there and was never giving him problems in the first place. Scope involves a simple procedure of going into the knee. You have one hole that you use as your camera hole and the other hole is the hole that you use for uh, putting a tool into the knee. Usually one centimeter or less size holes should not be a big issue with healing. Go in, look around, see where your loose body is located, remove that loose body 
and look to see if there's any area of injury, maybe from cartilage or bone. I think the problem with knowing exactly when Joe Mixon will be ready is if they go in and they see that this is a little chip of bone, remove it, decrease the irritation, he should get right back in within a week to two weeks. However, on the other hand, if it is a cartilage injury, we don't know exactly where that cartilage came from or it came from a weight-bearing surface, that certainly could be something with extended time out having to allow that cartilage to heal. Next up, and the most confusing for me, is Aaron Rodgers. Based on the video analysis, it clearly looks like Aaron Rodgers sustained an MCL injury, which, be, which would be a stretch or tear of the medial ligament of the knee. What I don't understand is now it's being reported that he has a bone bruise and a sprain of the knee, but all the ligaments are fine. Well, what doesn't medically make sense is when you sprain your knee, you're spraining one of the major ligaments in your knee. So I don't think you can say you have a knee sprain, but then say all the ligaments are fine. Again, based on the video, it looks like an MCL. I certainly think you can get a bone bruise from the impact of the defender on his leg, causing an impact on one side, and then on the other, causing uh, a stretch of that MCL. Next up, we have John Jalapio, the center for the New York Giants, had a devastating injury when he was rolled up on by another player, basically twisting his ankle. Unfortunately, we have seen this several times already this year. Chantrell Henderson basically had the same exact injury, where the ankle gets rolled on, twisted, causing a force within the ankle, which causes usually the fibula or the tibia to break, and you're ending up with an unstable ligament, which results in an unstable ankle. This is very similar to the injury from Odell Beckham Jr. last year, usually is going to require a screw and plate fixation to stabilize the ankle and get him back to play in the future. As you could see, the New York Giants offensive line was already struggling and they're going to struggle even more without their starting center. You may have noticed that Jadavian Clowney was out as well. They reported him out with a torso injury. Basically sounds like an oblique muscle strain. Certainly can be an issue at his position. A lot of cutting, pivoting, grabbing hold of other players, bringing them to the ground. An oblique muscle is responsible for a large portion of that activity. So I think that Jadavian Clowney was held out as he probably was not likely going to be as effective as a tackler or pass rusher in this particular case. I expect to see him return this week. May not be as effective as he normally is. However, certainly should be available to go if it is just an oblique muscle strain. Last up is LaShawn McCoy running back for the Buffalo Bills, sustained a significant rib injury. First was reported as a rib fracture, then was retracted and reported as a rib injury. Details came out saying that this was a cartilage injury to the rib. If you can recall, this is a similar injury that was sustained by Kevin Durant as the Golden State Warriors progressed to the playoffs. Obviously, his injury was more of a chronic overuse wear and tear type of injury towards the end of the season. LaShawn McCoy's injury is more of an acute injury to that cartilage. Keep in mind a cartilage injury is much more precarious than a bone injury. With the bone you have predictable uh, healing pattern, you have a predictable timetable. 
However, cartilage sometimes can heal as predicted, but sometimes can be a little bit precarious in that you don't know exactly how long it's going to take to heal. It certainly could be something that comes and goes, but I guess only time will tell. I know LaShawn said that he would be back within the next week. However, I think that it's very difficult for him to go from having decreased ability to breathe or laugh to going to playing full contact football. I just don't see that happening. I have my doubts, one, on him playing, and two, on his effectiveness as a catcher, blocker, as well as just taking hits as a hard runner. I just don't see that happening. That's your update for week two. Basically, we have a review of all of these injuries on the website, theinjurysource.com, including uh, a new update on LaShawn McCoy's rib injury, full explanation on John Jalapio's ankle fracture, what I expect to see with Aaron Rodgers' injury, full explanation on what a bone bruise is, obviously my thoughts on Carson Wentz. We will see you next week with week three injury update.